Hello, Solving Water listeners. I'm excited to bring you the 2022 iteration of our annual WefTech series. We're covering all new topics this year, including the importance of pipeline condition management in water utilities, plans that the Water Environment Federation has for the coming year, the work being done to highlight women and the critical role they play in the industry, how the water sector is prioritizing young professional development, and many more. Join me in tuning into this series for all these interesting conversations featuring ideas, news, and activities that are shaping today's water industry. I am so excited for my next guest on Solving Water, the one and only Charlie Matthews, founder and CEO of Empowering Brands. And Charlie has been so kind as to have me on her podcast empowering industry a couple times now and I'm so glad to finally be able to return the favor but you don't really need an introduction because I think you're pretty well known in the industry but if you can just share with our listeners in your own words what you do. I always like to say I empower people and businesses but I start by connecting informing and educating the industry and that's through our media brand and so that's how I got here I started selling advertising I fell in love with the industry I absolutely love a plant tour and so you just you you go and you see the equipment you see how it works and then you know i i get to know the people and so that's really what's kept me here i love to see and develop people you know definitely my team has helped the success of empowering pumps but also just seeing the industry partners that we have our customers and their success around social media i mean 10 years ago when i started the company it's 11 years this year you know people weren't even on social media much less a podcast right so that transition has been really amazing. So, you know, I I have so many different facets now. It's hard to give that introduction of what we do, but uh, the grand scheme of things is just, we talk to people, we find out what their goals are, and then we try to help them accomplish them. Yeah. Awesome. And it's a big week for you at WAFTEC. Yes. So much is happening. So we're here at the show. We have sponsored the Operations Challenge and that, again, falling in love with the people and really seeing the people behind the scenes has been amazing. And then, you know, we see so many of our customers. I would say probably like 70% of our customers are here in this space because a lot of them go across to industrial. And so it's a great week to just see everyone in the industry and, and water being vital to life and something that we're really passionate about. And I'm passionate about people, you know, having access to water. So I support that. So being here at WefTech has really, it gives you all the good feels. And then when we created a conference for empowering women in industry, we decided to just, you know, add an extra day. We're already having a great week. So we, we put our event um, the next day after WebTech. And so it is, it's, it's a, we get to see all of our people. Some of them will be at Power Women as well. So it's just a yeah, great WebTech week is like we want to call it. Fantastic. And so tell us a little more about your, the Empowering Women Conference. Yeah, so we it's our fourth year this year, and it started basically because I needed role models. I was kind of at the top of my game. I'm leading my company. We're successful, but like I wanted to help the industry more. I wanted to get plugged into some of these associations, and I just felt like I was hitting a wall, and I wanted some you know, peers that I could talk to. And there wasn't any. I went through my whole LinkedIn and there are 10,000 plus connections and there were no women in, in leadership. And I was just like, I've got to fix this for one. And we created this LinkedIn group for empowering women in industry. And it really went from zero to 500 overnight. And I just like, okay, there's a need for this. There's a de- desire for women to get together and just connect with each other. But also 
we want to give them these resources they need to be more effective leaders. So negotiation skills, communication, of course, but just that sense of community with other women. And we are in a male populated industry, so it's like we, we miss each other sometimes. But I have to say, WefTech this year and, and just the water industry in general is probably ahead of the game as far as women in industry. So now it's just giving them the support that they need, which I've definitely seen that. And our supporters are here for, for the show. Um, you know, Xylem is definitely a supporter and, and their team is going to be at, uh, empowering women and speaking. And it's really wonderful to, to have that and see the water industry grow in the direction we want, which is that diversity, equity, inclusion. So, yeah. Absolutely. It's a big deal at Xylem too. So you created this community, this empowering women community, and then that sort of spun off into its own thing, right? You're not just, it's not just this one conference that you do every year, right? That's right. So every month we have a meetup, we get together, we have either a speaker or, you know, that's just what we call our meetups. And then we have our mentorship circle. So we have Stacey Cassio, who runs a a network and she offered her services to these women. So we connect everybody, right? And and bring them together. Um, But we also have a regional event in Tuscaloosa. We're just about bringing the information and that community together. But also the show. So the event that's happening this week, the day after WefTech, is strategically placed, but also it's leadership all day long, so a conference. And then we shift gears and we do the award ceremony, which is absolutely necessary in this industry to showcase women making a difference because they're here, they're doing it every day. If we highlight them, then it does. It says, oh, I can be like that. I can do those things. I can get on the stage and present an idea. Um, all these kinds of things that I think is really important. And then lastly, a couple years ago, we added the fashion show element, which is bringing in PPE and and talking about the needs of, you know, women have different uh, shapes and sizes and needs for what we're wearing to make our make ourselves comfortable and safe on the job. And so we've we want to showcase women in industry, no matter what the job is, if it's a you know woman in a business suit, we want to showcase that if, it's, if they want to wear a cocktail dress, then with their welding hat, then we're going to do that, you know, and, and I should say welding cap because that's the correct way to say that. Uh, but but, you know, just having fun and showing up and, and just having a good time, bringing us back to what it means to be a woman in the industry. Industry, and then having our male counterparts there to support us and, and cheer us on is really amazing too. So all of that. Fantastic. Good. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Yeah. We'll make sure to put in the show notes where people can get more information about empowering women and then the conference also so that they can sign up for it next year. Because I think it's a ticketed event, right? It is a ticketed event. Um, there are a lot of things that you can do just to engage with the community that's that's not part of the event. Like I said, all the meetups where we get together and, and get to know each other. I like to think of it as networking because, you know, I'm a power networker. So I love any way you can just get together and and get to know people. And we already see those connections being made and you can be put into a breakout room with somebody on a virtual and then you're meeting up with them in an event like they're your best friend. So I love when that happens and I just want to keep doing that for sure. Great. What about the Empowering Industry podcast? Tell us more about it, why you started it, when it started, all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, so podcast has been around a lot longer than when I started mine. I have, you know, there's been a lot out in the industry and I, I really didn't want to just 
have a podcast to have a podcast. So I was really wanting it to be different and, and try to figure out how to do that for one, to stand out in this industry where we're not, I'm not, I'm a media person in marketing, you know, I'm not necessarily the expert in the pump and, and maintenance and all of that, but I can talk to somebody who is, and I can talk to somebody and, and they can tell their story. So during COVID, we had more time. We weren't on the road quite so much. So I talked with Bethany and she said yes, but she said, hey, you need to make a plan. Write down all the topics that you can have that are relevant, all the people you would think. And for me, this was actually pretty easy. I was like, here are the things. Um, It was just wanting that counterpart person. So it originally started where we were including all the things we do, right? Empowering brands with social media conversations and marketing, personal development. And then we went into empowering women and all the things that we were doing there. But we do have an empowering women podcast as well. And so today the podcast is very much me interviewing someone else that I've met in industry, similar to yourself. You know, you see somebody that, you know, um, and that feels a little vain to say this now that you're interviewing me right now, but like that this interesting in the industry and you're like, oh, I want you on the podcast because you have such a great story to tell. We definitely want to encourage that out in the industry because like I said, I don't know everything there is to know about a pump. Um, I know just enough to be dangerous is what I like to say, but I love the people that have the understanding, the passion for industry, uh, passion for manufacturing, and and definitely in this space, the passion for water and and being able to serve the customer with efficient source of, of water. And so, I mean, just talking to somebody, you can see them light up and they get so excited about it. And yeah, I just love it. So to share stories and especially when we weren't able to go back and forth and see people it was definitely a lifesaver for me I would think I would have been lost if I couldn't talk to people for the last two years you know so yeah I absolutely love the storytelling aspect that is like I'm like I feel like I'm looking at a reflection because it's the same thing I mean we started solving water just before COVID about six months before COVID hit and took it in a different direction it ended up like becoming this amazing thing but what I've learned about myself and what I think is clear that you have the same quality is that you are a genuinely curious person and you want to know people's stories and in in your bringing to light like this world that and you're making it accessible for people that maybe don't understand or know right so so much of it is hidden behind the walls under the floor and the ground you know of what we actually do so if somebody can talk about it it's uh, it's eye-opening for me i learn something every time i think we've talked about that yeah yeah and then not only do you learn stuff but also you figure out ways to help describe it in terms that people can understand and it's genuine it's like i i've been working in this industry like you for 11 years now and it's i still an inch deep and a mile wide right so for me to be able to help other people really understand is i think what you're doing an amazing job of which is just helping bring more people into the fold perfect example the international manufacturing and technology show you had me down there and like I loved what you said about like, I'm here. It's not just the pump industry and the water sector. It is like all industry and they're all connected. And I just loved when you said that. And that's and I right, because just... we, we needed more of our pump industry actually at that event. Cause there were some things, you know, we're very innovative. We're very much manufacturing technology all over the place. But I feel like that what we were missing a little bit from the IMTS show is what we were. And so, 
if we combine those efforts and got some more pump people into that space, then wow, I mean, think of that connection. And, and so I, I look for those kind of connections uh, along the way. I, I used to say that connect, inform, educate. I was the connect part of that and uh, a brand is the other part. But I, I think when you, when you look at that and you hear that all you have to do is have a conversation with somebody. I mean, that's really it, is bringing you to the, that conference and we get to talk about the pump industry. I mean, it was that, it's that simple. Well, and isn't it wild because most industry, most manufacturing process, there's water in it somewhere. And some of them are more water intensive than others. But yeah, it's just, it was wild to me that, that we don't exhibit there, but yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I just Well, love. there is so much of that uh, that's so true. You know, a lot of times I like to say, you know, you have to have a pump to build a pump. So if you go to any pump manufacturer, you see all the pumps, right? They're everywhere. Water is everywhere. You need it. And, and especially if they're using a lot of it, we want to play in that space because we want to take care of that water and we want to make sure that we reuse as much as we can um, in an industrial facility. So, uh, yeah, I see the connection so easily to be made and, and the savings and the energy efficiency that that's going to happen. So just keep having the conversation. Like I just love, well, I just love that. And you were just like trailblazing, right? You're just going in there and you're like, I'm doing this. I'm going to elevate the water topic at this show single-handedly and I'm going to look great doing it. Yeah. <laughs> what else do you have going on at WebTech this week besides well, I think it's interesting, you know, so many of our clients, I said, were here. And so a lot of it is just making sure that they have the tools to be successful here. So if they need somebody to take a picture of them or a recording at their booths, uh, we're going to send that out for them. Yes, across empowering pumps, but we would also you know, give it to them for their own channels if they needed. And so just supporting the customer is really important. Seeing everybody that's going to be at Empowering Women is good, right? We've talked about that. But then, you know, what's next for us is Empowering Pumps and Industry Conference which is similar to Empowering Women as far as style. It's a smaller venue. It's at San Jacinto College in November. And so it's about like, again, that conversation, bringing people together, sitting at a round table and talking, seeing the different, you know, labs there at the facility to encourage and excite let's say for example an application engineer that's never been to a refinery or a, a treatment plant like that they can see some of this up close and get their you know questions answered maybe put their hands on some of the equipment and and so we are I love events you know I think it, I love it because I get to create a memory for people I get to share a story and I get to support my customers which I've traveled all over the world doing that and so to be able to create something and bring us all together I'm really looking forward to that so that's what's I guess next for me it's a busy time, but it's a it's a valuable time. You know, the fall is jam packed. This is where we make our decisions to set us up for success for 2023. So I want to make sure that we're having the right conversations and at least giving the the platform to do that. So I'll always like to say empowering is about giving people the authority and power to do something. And so I'm creating space for that. So that's great. I love what you said about connect, like giving folks like application engineers the chance to actually see these things in action. And I think in manufacturing, a lot of times there's there's the, the people that make the widgets, right? And then there's, they don't actually see how they all get put together and where it go, like how the installation is and the difference that it makes. And so I just, I love that. I also think, and, and I would love to hear your opinion on this, just trying to bring young people up through this industry. I mean, the fact that you're having a college and like, inviting people to come. That is the challenge. The challenge is to get 
people into the industry and keep them there, right? And so we have to be creative. There's so many different challenges right now as far as the workforce is considered. It's looking outside of our norm. And so a lot of these people, uh, the students of San Jack are in process technology. So not like in the engineering school line normally. So it's like looking, just think about it a little bit differently. Somebody who has that experience, who wants to work in industry, you know, maybe their next level, maybe they do want to be an engineer, but they wouldn't, this is what they had offered to them at the beginning. So looking for opportunities to bring in a workforce and train them up. And there's all types of apprentice programs and, and industry, the end user, or they, they like the operators or owners. Uh, everybody has a different term for that, depending on who they are. But the, the people who need these workers to come and make their businesses successful they are training them on how they want that to run within this school. So I feel like we're getting all pieces of industry together. And so that's going to help us bring in those young people because they're going to understand what they're getting into. They're going to recognize the brands because they've been talking with them and, and working on their equipment. And so that's what I, my hope is for Epic, uh, Empowering Pumps and Industry Conference. I have to give a shout out to for Vince for coming up with Epic. But, you know, it's 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 all about that. Again, bringing people together. I love it. And you're really, really great at it. You should know that. So what what are you most passionate about right now? Oh, gosh. Well, so I can wake up every day and empower women. Like, it is part, I can't solve the problem. I know it's not, like, going to change tomorrow, but something I can wake up and and really work on every single day. So I'm definitely passionate about that. I'm also really passionate about leadership, mindset, um, your energy and making sure that you take care of yourself. And so I've done the work uh, in the last couple of years, I really did dive in and like figure out what was going on in my own mindset and what was my roadblocks. And I wanna set people up. So you see a lot of that in empowering women cause I am a woman. So I feel like I, I can put it there first, you know? Um, but I, I think our industry needs it too. We need to make sure that we are taking care of our employees, making sure that hey they don't burn out because we need them i want to see more conversations about that so i will uh, again trailblaze we'll talk about uh, mental health and, and taking care of ourselves it's very important and i think because you know I, I don't know if you know i think you know that i had the open heart surgery a year and a half ago and so it was it was just a faulty valve it was a birth defect but if i wasn't like taking care of myself and going to the doctor and making sure i had a baseline then I wouldn't have been able to know how to make myself better. And so I just encourage people to do that, you know, get those health checks and take a break to look at something that gives them joy throughout the day. You don't have to wait for a big vacation, like take 10 minutes, go do something fun, get out of the trade show for a minute, you know, whatever it is. And then you'll be energized, you know, and can get back to work with focus and energy and strategic vision, all the things that a break it helps you get back in, in action. So, yeah, that's what I'm probably most passionate about is that leadership and empowerment of other people. I don't know that I knew that about you. And so, wow, so inspiring that you are just everywhere you turn in your life, you're finding ways to, like, bring it into what you do, which means you're just, like, living the best life. Well, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I'm very happy about life. Um, I, I'm going through something like that. It, it does that for you. But also it's just, you know, I know this is the simplest thing. Like the recovery was about taking a deep breath. That was the very first thing I had to do. And I don't think I had actually taken a deep breath in years, right? Because you're just on the go, 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 go. And so I have to encourage that for people. And, you know, it's it's those baby steps that you do every single day that actually get you to be able to have a podcast, to be on a stage, to win an award. It's, it's, are you putting in that effort to take care of yourself, to be yourself, to be intentional, which is our theme this year about, okay, where do I want to go in life? Where, what do I want my career legacy to be? 
and giving yourself grace and time to think about it for a moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we all need to hear more of that messaging in our lives. So you talked a little bit about how you're going to be planning for next year, this fall, but do you have anything already on the horizon for 2023? Yeah. So um, the first event out the gate is AHR, which is the heating and cooling refrigeration conference. And that is really important. There's all the building designs, which y'all know, y'all also have that um, to play. And in that industry is very interesting because it's so different and it's so important and again it's all this stuff is behind the walls we don't think about our comfort or you know how we we take care of some of these large plants that have to be cooled in order to work there's there's a lot of things that go into that but out the gate that's our first kind of event and then you know i want to make sure that we have that community that regular touch point with everyone consistent monthly basis so you'll see that we do that for pumps during the pandemic i would love for our pump industry to be able to like have a place to engage like that and sometimes i feel like we we're back to work right you know, straight out the gate so just connecting with people we're going to do that the next event for us again is in the fall we i say the fall we have empowering women locally in tuscaloosa uh, i do that to give back to my community uh, hunt refinery was there last year they're a big supporter you know within tuscaloosa and and so i feel like i can really do a lot of work in outside of alabama and then there, it's not true. I can do it also in Alabama, right? I, there are so many different manufacturers and, and so that local community aspect, and then just, you know, going back to the basics of any type of pump that's vital to life is where we want to show up. So water, energy, food, uh, HVAC, you know, you, you know what they are better than I do. (laughs) Water's in all of them. So we can definitely (laughs) agree on that. Wow. Um, yeah, this has been such an awesome conversation. Really appreciate it. I, I do have one final question for you, and I ask it to all of my guests on Solving Water. And it's always interesting to hear the difference in response from person to person. And that is, what is the most important thing you've learned in the water business so far? That it's essential, and all of the workers are essential to making us even close to being able to have it. Um, I have recently visited Africa, went to Uganda, and I saw the challenges that we have in getting water to everyone. But we know that we have the tools. And so without the people having the conversation about the best way to solve these problems, then it's not going to happen for a lot of these people, like in mountainous areas and things like that. It's a very big challenge. Um, but I see, I can see it. I see it, how we've progressed here. I see how, you know, even the, the locations where I went to have progressed. So I think it's about... Yeah, having that that conversation that leads to action. You know, this week I'm talking about being intentional and it's all about that action. You can talk, you can write lists, but if you're not doing anything, then we're not moving the needle. So um, that's what it means to me. That's a wonderful response. Charlie, I hope you have a great rest of the show, FTech, and also a wonderful Empowering Women event, which I will see you at on Thursday. Thanks again so much for uh, coming on Solving Water. Well, thank you for having me and we love Xylem and thank you for having the podcast and hosting your excellent host uh hope you continue to do this because it's awesome well thank you so much a big thank you to all our solving water listeners for joining me for today's episode one of nine in our weftech 2022 series and a shout out to all our guests who made the time in new orleans to have such interesting and meaningful discussions links to more info for each show will be included in individual episode show notes And let me know what you think of our content here at Solving Water, a Xylem podcast, by contacting me, Amanda Holloway, directly at amanda.holloway at xylem.com or find me on LinkedIn. 
I'd love to hear from you. Thanks, everyone.